For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. This is New Bedford's News Talk Station, the place where the South Coast comes to talk about all the hottest issues locally and beyond. This is WBSM. Call in to have your voice heard at 508-996-0500. Or open up the WBSM app and hit app chat to text us. Or open line to leave us a voicemail. Let's hear it, South Coast. And welcome back in the second hour here on Monday. In the next hour, we'll be joined by Jack Blaine of New Bedford Light. As we'll be turning on the light, we'll certainly talk more with him about this citizen petition to get a question on the November ballot in New Bedford asking if people want to see term limits for city councilors. And do you? Do you want to see term limits for city councilors? 508-996-0500. This would not be a case where they could serve eight years and then that's it. This would be a case where they would get to serve no more than eight consecutive years, which is four consecutive terms. Then there would be a two-year break that they would be forced to take before they could run again. And this would not apply to any other elected office but the city council. So I thought because, you know, trying to put forward something like the uh, recall provision, as we learned from Mayor Mitchell and from Councillor Lima when they were working together and talking about this, which was kind of on the outskirts of the conversation about the city council's proposed question to revert the four-year mayoral term back to two years. Since that's not going to be on the ballot, there was discussion of, well, if we're not going to have a two-year mayoral term, then we need to have a recall provision. So now they're working on trying to develop something that could they could put into the city charter for that. But so in, I thought because that would have to apply to all elected officials, wouldn't having term limits also have to apply to all elected officials? Uh, but Catherine Adamowitz, I think I'm saying your name right, Catherine, who is behind the initiative, the person who called in and talked about it, uh, she said in the Facebook group for the petitioning, which is, yes, term limits New Bedford, if you want to go and join up, she said that um, from what they were told by the municipal lawyer they were working with, uh, that that would be, you'd want to have a separate ballot question to put term limits for the mayor. So, I don't know. I I would, this would just be me. I'm not a lawyer. I'm certainly not a municipal lawyer. But I would think that you would, the question would have to be, you know, should all elected officials in New Bedford have term limits? But if this is just going to go forward with the city council, maybe somebody does come forward with an initiative to try to do the same for the mayor's office. Maybe, maybe a city councilor tries to do the same. Maybe they try to go through the same process they did to try to get it on, on the ballot for the term limit change, uh, for the, uh, the four-year term change. I don't think that process would work. It didn't work out last time. Maybe a city councilor says, you know what? I am going to go start a petition. And I'm going to sit outside the supermarket and I'm going to collect signatures. 
they want to do it to the council, it's only fair to do it to the mayor's office, and maybe that's what ends up happening. But you'd have until September 1st to gain over 3,000 signatures. So if you're going to do it, do it now. 508-996-0500. Good morning. You were on WBSM. Yeah, good morning, Tim. How are you? Well, I'm doing all right. You know, uh, you know what term limits are? What's that? When you go vote, the ballot box. You need to inform yourself on the issues and know the candidates. And then you go and you make an informed uh, decision on who is you think is best to serve your city, state, and your country. And, and Although this is just a Band-Aid. You know, term limits are Band-Aid. But let's say, for example, they get the signatures and it goes through. Mm-hmm. Okay? Uh, and then you have uh, un- uh, uninformed voters that go in and they go any, meeny, miny, mo, And they, they vote on who they think, or somebody told them, oh, this one is good and whatever. Uh, You can still have a candidate that's going to go in there and be inept uh, and not do the the job they were elected to do. And what if if those same inept candidates end up keep getting elected because their names are on the ballot and people just recognize their names? Right, but it just comes down to the voter. You have to inform yourself on the issues. You have to know who you're voting for. And then you're going to make an informed uh, and an educated uh, go, uh, vote on who do you think is going to be best serve uh, your city, uh, you know, your town, your, the state, and, uh, the, and, the, and the country. But, you know, uh, the stuff that's going on in, uh, in the city council, when there's so many precedent issues in our city, crime, drugs, uh, and, uh, you know, and as, as of late, uh, people have been telling me about the garbage pickup in Harvey. Uh, it, it's a hit or miss. Sometimes they pick up the trash. Sometimes they don't. That's another issue that needs to be addressed by the city council and the mayor. Uh, the, the, you know, uh, the rising cost of rents and so forth. All of these things and many other things uh, that are very important uh, issues that need to be taken care of and resolved. And it's all about... You know, people at, you know, the the chambers of the city council and one point in the finger and someone holds up a sign. Uh, so what? Do your job. And if you can't handle it, uh, then it's time to move on. But just uh, just to be in, get paid there by, by the taxpayer and you go up there and it's about, you know, uh, uh, child play. You know, it's, it's like a sandlot type of stuff. And I never thought the city council... I'm not seeing everybody there, but certain individuals, if you can hack it, you've got to get out. Well, I've got to ask you a question. What do you think about the idea of synchronicities, where things line up mysteriously? And do you think they're coincidences, or do you think that there's a, something behind them? Such as what, what? Now, what are you referring to exactly? Well, when you, the moment you mentioned the problems with the trash and, and with E.L. Harvey, an E.L. Harvey truck drove right by the studio, so... I don't know. That might be a sign of something. That might be a sign that that's the next big issue. Yeah, well, that's an issue. You know, uh, like they say, mayors get elected uh, based on not only taxes but trash pickup. Mm -hmm. Now, if trash pickup is going to be a problem, then, you know, Mayor Mitchell needs to take a look at that, or you might see somebody else in that corner office. So what are the what are the problems that you're hearing that that they're not well, coming on the scheduled well, days? I, got, I, I know, you know, I got friends of mine and family members who are saying that they put out their trash on trash day, and they uh, they pick up on one side of the street, and then the other side doesn't get picked up, uh, and that you know there's times that, and then they try to call, 
uh, Harvey, and then they get like a, a menu where it's one, two, three, four, five. It's all automated, uh, just uh, greeting, recorded greetings, and they can't get in contact with anybody. Well, this, get the runaround. this is not a good time for them to be dropping the ball because this is the time that they're negotiating their next contract with the city. Right. So that's, you know, that's something that needs to be addressed. There's waste innovations and there's waste management, which is a, a company that takes care of garbage pickup nationwide. Uh, but, uh, you know, I'm hearing rumblings. And, uh, you know, these are things the city council needs to be doing, needs to take care of, and the mayor... And I know, stop with this childish play about, you know, uh, a cardboard uh, sign about, you know, this and that. You just have to have thick skin, ignore it, and do what you got to do. Because if you're going to engage and you're going to start recording like I've heard on, uh, on uh, your station, I don't know. That's what I'm hearing. Uh, Linda Morad's getting out of her phone. She's recording what's going on. Is she a tech- video technician or is she there uh, to take care of city business? And this all comes down to, I'll wrap it up and say, uh, an educated, informed voter uh, is the best way to put uh, people who are not doing uh, the public service or the public good. All right. Well, thank you for the call. All right, Tim. You have a good day. And uh, 508-996-0500, if you want to call in, if you want to react. Uh, I, th- I certainly think, yeah, there's, there's some issues going on. There's some drama going on that is unnecessary. Um, I think that uh, I don't want to I don't want to start invoking any names because then phone calls start coming in. But I think that there is a lot being made about something that many people don't care about and is getting in the way of business getting done. The important thing is. And first of all, what the caller said is true. There's a lot of issues that need to be addressed. And I will say the council is working on addressing a lot of those. They might not be getting the headlines, but if you go through the agenda every for every meeting and you look through all the items that are on the agenda, then you start to see, okay, there are things that are going on, but some of these other things get more attention. Certainly they get more phone calls here. So, but there is work being done on, on a lot of these issues. Uh, the other part of it though is that when you do have these distractions, when you do have these other issues that pop up, it it takes away attention. So you got to think, well, is there a purpose behind that too? You know, do they not want to have some other work that they're doing, uh, get as many headlines? They'd rather engage in those those arguments with somebody sitting in the crowd than to have somebody talking about the particular you know, motions that were addressed in the discussions that did or didn't happen around them. So it's kind of a, you know, two-sided coin there. 508-996-0500. You're next on WBSM. Good morning, Mr. Weisberg. Good morning. How are you today? Doing all right. How are you? Good. I just heard that man talk about the garbage problem. I love when he calls in. He's so knowledgeable. The guy is great. Mm -hmm. But let me tell you what happened where I live. We finally straightened out the problem, but I still check on it because that was an awful thing they were doing. They were coming here to pick up the garbage. Now, people go through the trouble of separating their recyclables from the regular garbage and trash. So I sit by my window early in the morning with my coffee on mostly every morning. So I don't miss one single garbage day when they come. I'm right at the window. And they always say, if you say anything, say something. So if you're going to bother to say something, they damn well better do something about it. So it took me quite a few tries before I noticed that they straightened it out. 
the truck would come and it would empty the recyclable bins, the dumpsters first. And then I started to notice the guy in the truck would turn the truck around and go and empty the regular garbage into the same truck. Now, they charge you separately. If they're going to pick up the recyclables, that's one truck. The guy has to come back and forth. When they do the regular trash, it's a different truck with a different driver. So they were paying over here for that, and the service wasn't being done. They were taking all the garbage together. So I started complaining and complaining and saying, why should everyone that lives here go through the trouble to separate their garbage with the recyclables separate? Because we want to, we're thinking of the earth, you know, we're going to separate our stuff. And then the guy comes and dumps it all into one truck. And this went on for two months or more. And then when I kept complaining, they checked their cameras and they saw it for themselves. Had they listened to me the first one or two times that I called, the problem would have been solved a lot earlier. Because now they send two trucks like they supposed to. They did in, in the beginning. When they switched over to different garbage companies. And this one comes from out of town, which was ridiculous. Did I they... don't know what happened to ABC, but come on, you know? ABC was bought out. I understand. But they were doing their job the right way when they were doing it. This out of town, or I think it's Rhode Island somewhere. I forgot the name of it. It's a big red truck that comes. Well, did, I, did, did they give any rationale as to why the driver well, did that? Because I, I don't work in the office, Mr. Hedberg, so I don't know what their excuse was. But they were doing it and doing it and doing it. And finally, when I went to the office again, I said, hey, the guy is still doing the same thing. So I'm going to stop telling all the other residents that live here, do not bother to separate your stuff because they're mixing it all together. So finally, I sit in the window with my coffee I see they send a different truck, and I'm going to continue to check on it because they were paying for that service, and it wasn't being done the right way. Well, thank you for your vigilance so on that. Well, I'm glad that man called in. Otherwise, I probably wouldn't have called today. I'm quite busy. But I just was going to wonder what you were going to say about this. Oh, and one more thing about the kids you were talking about that were being hidden in that room mm -hmm. and why the news really isn't being reported correctly or it's like they're hiding stuff or whatever. Maybe, I know you're going to say there's a conspiracy lady again, but there's, there's an answer for everything. And conspiracies are sometimes true. Maybe there was someone that was in there that is a notable person with a famous name around here. And they're hushing it up like they did when Hugh Dunn was driving drunk. They protected him. Even the cops protected him. So it is a possibility. Somebody was there and they don't want it known. Could that be a possibility for you? Sure. I mean, I do think okay. I do think if somebody notable was there and 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 the fire department put out the release that they put out, they would probably yeah. have you know hinted at that. Maybe not identify them because that's the police's job, but you know totally, we might have heard some rumblings about it. I totally believe in what the police department said. And another kid, those kids that why aren't we getting any reports? Those kids that were there, did they live there, or were they taken there? Were they kidnapped children? There's a big story here. From from the way the police the way the police uh, statement says, it says that um, that they all had a parent there. That's all that it says. They all had a parent. Each each child that was like there. Women, the, men dressed like women. The That's police the didn't the police didn't there. say anything about that, but the police said that they had uh, every every child that was there had a parent present. Okay, well, what I heard coming through WBSM was they were men in women's clothing. 
Michael. That's the parrot that was there. Well, I just, said that the, I just said the police didn't address that part in their statement. That part came from the fire department. Well, I trust the fire department. We don't why, have why, enough respect. Why, why do you trust we the fire department over the police the department? And the fire department. I defend them. But why? why doing. They're risking their life every single day. Why are you choosing one over the other, though? Both of them, I said. I trust the fire department and the police but department. But they're giving conflicting stories. Somebody can't be right. I just told you. Somebody's hiding something. There must be somebody. There's something way more. This is a big story going on, just like with that submarine. That was a setup, and I'll always believe it. I don't care what news is coming out. Okay. Sorry. All right. Well, thank you for the call. Thank you. Have, Have a good, good day. day. And uh, let's squeeze in one more before we go to take a break. Good morning. You're next on WBSM. Hi, Tim. It's your girlfriend calling back. Second call. <laughs> I, full disclosure. But I love those two callers that came on, the, the gentleman and the lady. And if I'm ever sick in the hospital, I want them to be my advocate because they really have passion. I don't always agree with what they say, but I admire their passion very much. Well, uh, it, I hope that it doesn't ever get to that point where you need them for that, but uh, they'll be here fighting for you for other reasons. Okay, thanks. All right, you have a good day. You too. Why don't we take our break now, 508-996-0500. If you want to call in and chime in, you can also send app chat messages via the WBSM app. You can also... Send open line voicemails on the WBSM app. So if you want to record something and send it over, I'll play that in a little bit. But right now, I'm going to take a break and be back in a few moments. And, you know, with all this weather that we're going to have this week with the mugginess and all of the humidity and all of that, you probably finally, if you're like me, I, I did it last night. I had to put them in. I put in my air conditioners, got them running. You probably have yours running too. And what you're not thinking about is that if your roof isn't 100%, you're just letting that cold air right out of the top of your house, right? If you've got leak, a leaky roof, if you've got a roof that's fading and, and needs a replacement, you're letting that cold air right out the top, and that means you're just wasting that money. And it's not going to be as cool as it could be. So why not fix that problem by calling Precision Window and Kitchen, right? How is Precision Window and Kitchen going to help you with your roof? Well, they do roofs too. In fact, they can do an entire roof replacement for you. They can also do some other exterior work, such as putting some vinyl siding on your home to make it nice and easy to wash it off with all of the bugs and moisture and everything that's going to be building up on there in this kind of weather. You can just go out there with the hose, spray it down, and have your home looking beautiful. And, of course, they can also do window replacement. They can also do a kitchen remodel, a bath remodel, whatever else you need. They can do it all. Check them out at their showroom, 1111 Cushion Avenue in New Bedford. You can go in there and see not only the materials that they use, but you can talk to the folks that will be doing it. And you can see everything that they have there, all the different types of quality materials that they use to make sure that your home is as safe and secure and protected as it can be. You can also go online and find out more as well at precisionwindowandkitchen.com and get yourself a free quote while you are there. So again, precisionwindowandkitchen.com or just stop by their showroom at 1111 Cushion Avenue in New Bedford. Precision Window and Kitchen, family owned. They've been doing this for well, almost 30 years now. So they know what they are doing. They're the place that the other guys go to to get all their stuff. So trust me, just go right to the people who know it and do it the best. Precision Window and Kitchen. All right, let's go into the newsroom now with Adam Bass. 
Secretary of State Antony Blinken says the short-lived rebellion by a private military group shows real cracks within Russia over its war in Ukraine. Appearing on CBS's Face the Nation, Blinken said the Kremlin went from expecting an easy takeover in Ukraine 16 months ago to having to defend Moscow against the Wagner Group over the weekend. He added that the White House always prepares for every contingency related to Russia, including a possible fall of Putin's government. A new national poll shows the Republican Party is divided over former President Trump's candidacy in 2024. According to the NBC News poll, Trump is expanding his lead over the GOP primary field, including Florida Governor Ron DeSantis. However, the survey finds half of all likely Republican voters say they would consider another candidate. A worker at the San Antonio International Airport is dead after getting sucked into a jet engine. The National Transportation Board says Delta Flight 1111 from Los Angeles was taxiing into the gate Friday night when the worker was ingested. The airport says it will share more details when available. The number of people traveling over the long 4th of July weekend break will break records, Roy O'Neill reports. An estimated 50.7 million Americans will travel 50 miles or more for the Independence Day weekend, a number even higher than before the COVID pandemic. AAA says more people will be traveling by car now that gas is about $1.20 lower than it was a year ago. Air travel should be up 11% to 4.1 million. The fact that the holiday falls on a Tuesday, giving many a four-day weekend, is helping to spur the demand in travel. I'm Rory O'Neill. Southwest Airlines has reached a tentative deal with the union representing mechanics and aircraft inspectors. The agreement announced Friday must be approved by some 2,800 workers. The airline is still negotiating deals with pilots and flight attendants. The Supreme Court is set to hand down key decisions this week on student debt relief, affirmative action, and federal election laws. The court is entering its last week of the summer session with 10 cases pending. The court is also forming its docket for the next term. The justices could announce at any time whether they would take up several high-profile cases, including racial discrimination, guns, and qualified immunity. The U.S. Coast Guard is launching a formal investigation into the deadly implosion of the Titan submersible that killed all five on board. The investigation was announced during a news conference Sunday in Boston. The probe is currently in the evidence collection phase. Many attendees of the Nashville Pride Festival are commending Dr. Jill Biden for stopping by and sharing encouraging words. The First Lady addressed the crowd at the Bicentennial Park with Mayor John Cooper on Saturday afternoon. Biden told festival goers that she and the president stand with and love the LGBTQ plus community. The first lady also spoke at a political event in support of the Biden Victory Fund during her Nashville visit. And a Bible signed by the one and only Elvis Presley is up for auction. More from Mark Mayfield. You saw me crying in the chat. The Moments in Time Memorabilia Company is hosting the auction, putting the good book up for bid at $95,000. The Bible was originally given to Presley as a gift from a fan. He threw his signature on the cover and even had a photo of himself and his mother on the inside. It was handed around to several relatives before it was handed over for auction. I'm Mark Mayfield. In sports, the Red Sox lost 4-1 against the White Sox yesterday, wrapping up their three-game series. The team heads back to Fenway Park for a game against the Miami Marlins tomorrow at 7.10 p.m. 
And now here's your ABC6 local weather forecast. We are in a marginal risk category from the Storm Prediction Center, and that just means just be weather aware for today and tomorrow. There is that threat of seeing some isolated thunderstorms. So for today, will be mostly cloudy. Those chance of scattered thunderstorms around the area, high of 75. Tonight, scattered thunderstorms, about 68 degrees for our low. Tomorrow, keep that storm threat with us, so make sure you stay weather aware, high of 72. From the ABC6 Weather Center, I'm meteorologist Skylar Spindler on New Bedford's News Talk Station, 1420 WBSM. It is currently 69 degrees in New Bedford. I'm Adam Bass, WBSM News. You can stay up to date with New Bedford's News Talk Station at 1420 WBSM and get breaking news alerts and podcasts with the WBSM app. Private Eyes, you can come at, well, I mean, you can come at me with any Hall & Oates song, and I'm going to put this song up against it. Maneater's pretty good, too, but I, I would definitely put this as number one. And it's not even on the Hall & Oates hotline. If you're not familiar with this, I told people about this uh, on my 9 a.m. show, um, I don't know how long ago, and it, it sparked some, some real interest. But if you're not familiar with this, there is actually a hotline called... Call in oats. You're calling, calling oats, calling oats. Get it? And the number is 719 26 oats. Like as in John Oats, like as in O A T E S. 719 26 oats. And when you call it, you get to select from certain calling oats songs. And it's, it's a dumb hotline that was created years ago and has just kind of stuck around and people still call it. I'll be honest with you. I call it every now and then. Sometimes I just, you know, need a little haul of notes to get me through the day. But yeah, it's a real phone number that you can call. A real phone number that you can call. Oh, I don't know. You know, you can dial it up and. Well, I was going to do it, but now I got a call coming in, so I don't want to don't want to do that. Good morning, you're on WBSM. Hello. Good morning. Is this this wouldn't be Holland Oates calling, would it? Oh no, I'm calling about. That would have been real weird. Uh, inquiry that you had about serving on a jury. Yes. Well, I was one of the individuals that was on the in the jury pool for the big dance trial. Oh, really? Yeah, and um, actually, that was a month. That was uh, uh, 30 days, and actually, you had a report every single day, 
and uh, the jury room was actually on the second floor in the uh, Superior Court building, and uh, we were brought down to the uh, chambers, and we were instructed. Uh, there must have been thirty of, possibly twenty-five to thirty of us, in the pool. I didn't actually uh, have any uh, duty as far as a juror, but however, we had to sit in the jury room as an alternate. And uh, it was during the summer, and uh, that room had no uh, type of air conditioning. It was very warm. And uh, my boss at the time wasn't too happy because he had to do my job while I was serving on the jury. Yeah. So that was uh, quite an experience as far as uh, serving in such an infamous uh, occasion that happened in New Bedford. Right. So that was my experience. And in a weird coincidence, the judge in the trial that I was serving on the jury for, the judge was uh, Robert Kane, who was one of the prosecutors in the Big Dan's case. Oh, that's, uh, that's amazing. So that was my story. Well, I appreciate it. And, and, and you know, I, do, do you feel like you got a better perspective just from being part of the process? Oh, absolutely. We uh, actually realize how the... Uh, justice uh, procedure proceeds and uh, it's quite an experience uh, as far as I was concerned. All right. Well, thank you for sharing your experience with us. Thank you, sir. Have a wonderful day. You as well. And 508-996-0500. I mentioned this show before, but on Amazon Prime, if you have that, or on the Freevee app, which if you... So the difference is this, this show is called Jury Duty. It's on Amazon Prime without commercials. It's on Freevee with commercials. So if you don't mind commercials and you don't want to pay for Amazon Prime, you can watch it on Freevee, which you probably have in your Comcast box if you have a, a, um, an Xfinity box there that has all the uh, apps built into it. There's a Freevee app in there you can watch it on. But anyway, this show is called Jury Duty, and it's, it's, it's a show that's it's a fun show. It's, it's, it's comedic. It is about a fake trial... In a fake court, well, it's in a real courtroom, but it's a fake trial with a fake jury except and a fake judge except for one guy. One guy thinks he's there for real jury duty and everybody else is in on it. And then you kind of watch the whole thing play out. And it's very funny. It's very entertaining. But to me, it was also very similar to what my jury service was like, you know, comedy bits aside. But in terms of the way that they would break and have lunch and have to spend time together, I wasn't sequestered like they are in the show. But it was really like very similar to what my experiences were. So if you want to know what it's like to serve on a jury, you can watch that. And again, it's all it's all uh, a joke. It's all entertaining. But it's it's very similar in what the reality of the, the situation of being on a jury is like. And, you know, I stayed in touch with some of the people that I served with. I was on the jury for over two weeks. So you get to know these people pretty well. And I stayed in touch with a few of them. Uh, we probably all lost touch now. It was 10 years ago now, almost 10 years ago. So to me, that was an accurate representation of just the, the procedures. And it's also a very good show, a very fun show anyway, uh, that I think you'll like if you like, you know, uncomfortable comedy. <laughs> There's some very uncomfortable moments. 
in that. 508-996-0500. Got a question via app chat from DSY. Who said, hi, Tim, maybe I missed it, but how was your Block Island experience? I loved it. I thought it was great. Uh, I plan on going back. The person who uh, put me up in their spare room for the weekend, the person who runs the ghost tours over there and, and, and invited me out, he actually said, you know, come back anytime. If you want to stay with us, come back anytime you want. And I was like, okay, well, maybe I'll take you up on that. Maybe I will have a little vacation now and then and sail away on the Block Island Ferry and, and stay at your place. So especially when you look at how much some of the rooms go for, $500, $600 a night this time of year. Actually, not as bad. Probably about three or 400 right now. But next month, five, $600 for a night. I would say, you know, instead of going to all of those hotels right there on uh, right there across from the ferry you know hop in a cab and stay in a bed and breakfast a little bit further away and get away from the hustle and bustle of it and maybe save yourself a couple hundred dollars in the process unless you're just treating yourself you know then go stay at ballard's at what 1200 bucks a night can you imagine that 1200 bucks i pay i wouldn't pay that for a car let alone a place to sleep for the night 508-996-0500. We'll take a break and be back in a few moments. Welcome to Call Note, your emergency hall and note helpline. To hear one-on-one, please press one. To hear it go, please press two. To hear Manita, please press three. To hear privatize, please press four. <laughs> See, you can get yourself some Hall & Oates anytime you need it by using the Call & Oates hotline. You can get some private eyes, some man-eater, whatever you need. That number is 719-26-OATES. O-A-T-E-S. Call & Oates. It's that simple. All right, so hopefully you utilize that service and hopefully it helps you out. My number here, though, is 508-996-0500. And if you call that number, I am not going to sing you any Hall & Oates songs. But... We can talk about a variety of different things, including this trash thing, which has ignited a couple of uh, app chat messages. And certainly, let's get into this more. I don't know if we'll be able to cover it in the next hour because Jack Spillane's coming in. Coming in, But um, certainly, we can cover it more this week. Uh, we've got a few issues here that people have with trash. Working Fool in Fairhaven says, I live in Fairhaven, and some holidays they pick up and some they don't. And I've had stuff out front for a month for heavy pickup. Uh, Joey in New Bedford says, so I heard that Harvey has lost the contract with the city. I also heard they are going to start pulling their compactors from all the school buildings. So I know that the mayor had addressed it. Um, Someone called in, I believe it was Carlos Felix had called in, might have been somebody else. But someone had called in uh, during one of the segments with Marcus and Chris, and I just happened to catch it. uh, You know, while I was working on some other things and the mayor said, you know, the, the contract is ending with with Harvey. They inherited the remainder of the ABC contract so that the city would be taking some bids. It was going to be put out for bid. I think that the problem is is, is there's a lot of, um, a lot of uh, conglomeration in the trash business. So you've got less and less options. And I know one of the things that I talked about with Mayor Mitchell when we were discussing parallel products is that eventually that could be the place that the city's trash goes to, which would allow for 
uh, a lot better negotiations in some of these deals. Obviously, that is something that is still a ways off. So this contract will at least be a buffer between that because eventually we have to stop sending trash to uh, to the Crapo Hill landfill. But I don't know how many other companies there are out there that you can take a bid from if you aren't going to work with Harvey. You know, look at what happened with ABC and the city. The city had to actually sue ABC, ABC Disposal to get it to live up to its contract. But there's a lot that you're going through in a situation like that to say, okay, well, you don't have the, the leverage of saying, well, we can always go to another company. And that's why ABC felt like it could do what it was doing. So I don't know who else you're going to get to come in. I know there's a few other ones around locally, but can they take on the load? No pun intended. Can they take on the load of having to be the municipal pickup for the city of New Bedford while still serving the other communities they're serving and the private companies? I've said this before, but in, in Wareham, I had a great company that I was very happy with after I stopped using ABC Disposal, who wasn't doing a good job, in my opinion, at my particular address. So I went with another company and I loved them. I thought they were great. Then the town decided they were going to have town trash service, which is something that I had been in support of for a long time, but I wasn't in support of the way that they did it. I didn't like the fact that they were just handing the contract over to ABC Disposal and that it happened at a town meeting during COVID under a tent at night with like 50 people there. And those 50 people decided that we were going to allow for them to just hand a contract to ABC Disposal and that the people didn't have a choice. Now ABC has the contract. You can't keep your private contractor. You have to take ABC. You either have to pay them every quarter what they're looking for, whatever the rate is, or you have to pay them or you have to pay for your trash bags and then bring them to the collection place yourself. Horrible plan. Horrible plan. You know, just like people say, oh, well, you know, Obamacare, I want to be able to keep my doctor. I want to be able to keep my trash company. But anyway, 508-996-0500. Let's take our final break of the hour and be back in a few. And welcome back in. Uh, in just a few moments, we'll be going into the newsroom. After that, we'll be turning on the light with Jack Spillane. We were talking about jury duty earlier, and Chili 59 in New Bedford says you should try federal grand jury. If you are lucky to get selected, you get to go to Boston Federal Courthouse once a week for a year. And they do have a pool of alternate alternatives that they select for standby and could get called upon to serve for the remaining time. So, yeah, I've, I've heard some horror stories about that, about being on grand juries and uh, being retained for long periods of time. We were just talking about that last week uh, here at the station. I think we are going to dive further into the trash issue uh, later on this week. Uh, certainly, I want to hear about any of those issues that are happening with you with any pickup problems. Uh, we had the caller who called before and said that uh, they looked outside the window and they knew that they were putting the recyclables in with the same bin as the same uh, truck, rather, as the regular trash, the household trash. And then also the caller who said that he's hearing from friends and family around the city that they're not picking up when they're supposed to. And I think that there's always going to be like some, there'll be some backlogs of stuff. You know, where uh, there's a holiday that happens. Like a lot of people didn't realize that Juneteenth was a holiday. 
and so that there wasn't going to be any trash pickup that day, even though the city puts out notices about it. All the municipalities put out notices about it, but some folks don't just think of that. So then they want to know why their trash wasn't picked up on Monday, and then they don't put it out on Tuesday. Now you've got another week. you got to wait to have it uh, picked up. So some of those things happen now and then. But there are some who are saying here in AppChat that they don't get picked up that whole week if there's a holiday or uh, that they might, you know, they're supposed to put it out on Tuesday if it's a Monday holiday and they don't pick it up till Wednesday or Thursday. I think the hardest thing is communication with some of these companies. We'll, we'll totally understand the fact that you're understaffed. We'll totally understand the fact that uh, gas is expensive and some days, although it's not as bad as it was, but some days, you know, you might not be able to run as many trucks, whatever it may be. We understand that, but we just want the communication of knowing that, not to put the trash out today. Don't put it out on Tuesday if you're not going to come and pick it up till Wednesday and have it get knocked over and, and all over the front of your home. No, instead, maybe there should be a direct system where the trash companies are alerting the residents as opposed to they tell the city. The city puts out a press release. The city puts out a press release depending on us to tell you about the trash. And honestly, we've got so many things to talk about here on WBSM. The last thing we're concerned about is sharing with you a trash notice. You know that it's a holiday. You know you should wait a day to put your trash out. If we have to tell you every single holiday and you haven't figured it out by now, that's a you problem. That's not an us problem. So I, I think a more direct system would be better. You know, maybe an app system for people that have that service so they can get an app alert. And just so you know, don't put your trash out today. People could always go to the website of the trash hauler. I'm sure they put that information on there. I know it's on the city website. So maybe it's on you to check that stuff a little bit. And not For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.